The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3287. We're continuing our series of looks at what Lucasfilm deems the essential Ahsoka Tano episodes that they have stored on Disney+. Plus. Today, we're going to talk about the episodes from Tales of the Jedi Season 1. Punch it! Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the Tales of the Jedi episodes, what we can learn about Ahsoka as we see them and prep for the Ahsoka series, well, one of them will go real fast, of course. That's the life and death episode where Ahsoka's just a baby in it. The thing we learn in that episode is that Ahsoka seems to naturally have an ability to communicate and tame random creatures, basically, right? There's that giant saber-toothed tiger thing that's going to eat baby Ahsoka until she, you know, puts her hand out and is able to soothe and calm the creature. So, yes, this is a particular force power. Not every Jedi has it. They work on it, and some get better at it than others, but Ahsoka was good at that right from the jump. The second episode is Practice Makes Perfect. This is the one where Anakin sees Ahsoka working with a bunch of training droids and says, yeah, that's not going to be good enough. You need to really be prepared for what's going to be thrown at you and so he makes her undergo this training situation where there are a bunch of clone troopers and they're all shooting stun blasts at her and she has to try to fend off as many of them as she can for as long as she can and ultimately over the course of the episode we see that she's able to do it for longer and as she gets stunned she's able to recover quickly from being stunned and we get the idea that he's been drilling her like this for the entirety of of the Clone War, so three years basically. And the way Anakin positions this whole thing at the start is saying the best way I can protect you is by training you to learn how to protect yourself. And it actually gets echoed then in the third season finale of The Clone Wars, the Wookiee Hunt one, where Anakin is desperately guilty and says, I wasn't there to help you. And she replies, yes, you were. Like, all your training helped me survive and helped me to lead people and help them survive too. So this is a part of what that training looked like. And then there's that beautiful last moment in this one where we have Rex and Ahsoka on the tribunal. We are dropped into that finale of the Clone Wars and Rex says, you know, let's hope all that training paid off before they go into the hangar and Rex is pretending to have captured Ahsoka as a prisoner. And this one also bears on the story arc that we talked about from the end of season five when she's wrongfully accused of bombing the Jedi Temple. She's escaped from the prison and she's on the run and all of these clone troopers are after her and... For how long that chase goes, and you know how long it would have gone on in real life, and for all of the stun blasts that she was fending off in the process, like that also is a product of the training regimen that Anakin developed for her. 
And then there's Resolve, which according to Dave Filoni is very much based on the outline that he gave that eventually became the novel Ahsoka by E.K. Johnston. So it's kind of a retelling of that story, but in a different way and obviously <laughs> much shorter by comparison. This story reinforces what Ahsoka had said to the Martez sisters about how when you see someone who needs help, you help them no matter what. And it's a situation where she is undercover. She's not supposed to be known as a Jedi because she's in hiding. She's taking on the name Ashla, and yet there's a giant like bale of hay or you know stack of hay bales that's going to fall over on someone, and she has to use the Force to save them. And as with any particular Force user, I mean, it happens with Cal Kestis too, and any number of them. It's just like one use of the Force, and some jerk sees it and decides that they're going to report it, and this is exactly what happens, which then backfires because an Inquisitor shows up and burns everything to the ground and takes this kid who reported Ashla slash Ahsoka and her father as, and his, his father, excuse me, as prisoners. Like, yeah, definitely never goes well. But even without lightsabers, Ahsoka is still able to handle the Inquisitor without much of a fuss. But of course, as a result, now she's got to get out of there and she's got to get the people in that village to safety. And so she calls in Bail Organa, who saw her at Padme's funeral, which happened in the beginning of this episode. And he basically offers her a chance to you know, get back into the fight in some fashion. And she agrees. And as she said at the end of the Clone Wars arc when she was traveling through hyperspace with Rex just before Order 66 kicked in, that you know, since she's been a Padawan, all she's known is being a soldier. Like, this life is not really suited to her. Just being a farmer, being totally lost in the galaxy somehow. Like, she's somebody who has the skills to be able to help people and can do it on a larger scale than the average citizen. And I think she realizes that at this point and decides, okay, well, it's been a year. It's time for me to get back in with the people who can do something about it and figure out where I can play a role in this situation. From here, I think we're going to jump ahead about 14, 15, 16 years in her story because, yeah, there's a lot of time in the dark times where we don't know what's going on with her. But, yeah, we'll get there in the next episodes. But for now, that's going to do it for this one. <laughs> it just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for this episode, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.